I mean, you- it's me, Sean Capri. I'm glad you're here because you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the weatherman on the moose who wasn't expecting me to launch into the intro. And on our journey today, it's two point campus. So jump on into the Xbox Drive. Greater than X. I am an absolute mess, Ryan Turford. It is so great to see you wearing that lovely shirt. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing well. You totally got me with the intro, Sean. I got was you. not expecting that right there. In fact, you weren't really expecting it so much. You didn't even press record. I didn't hit record. On We're live on YouTube. I didn't hit record on the on the Audacity. So good luck with that, producer Ryan. <laughs> it's fine. It's future Ryan's problem. I'm sure he's Indeed. an expert on all these things. But otherwise, you know, you asked how I was doing, Sean, and, you know, just looking outside by window, you know, it's a it's a beautiful day today. Yeah. You know, we're it's 24 degrees here in the city of Toronto. Sunny. You know, it's it's the, the perfect kind of day today. Uh, also, Court Levon says, turn I got yourself you. up, Sean. You're apparently too quiet. I got but you. The- don't even worry, but you continue on. We don't have to look. This is I want. I need to address something. We need to install some some podcast to podcast uh, nastiness. OK, we got to have some some rivalry going on. I went into the PlayStation drive while Court and Matt were recording and I was typing in chats about fiscal years and how wrong they were about all this other stuff it destroyed them it just like it halted the podcast like completely (laughs) it was ridiculous i can i can read the chat and make a little adjustment off to the side without halting everything so take that matt in court i don't know is that too mean-spirited do you think that's too much it's a little bit mean a little too much okay okay playstation podcast there has to be at least a little bit of that there exactly like i mean we go after kyle and bad bit over there in the trophy room and it's like we don't even we don't even go after our own playstation podcast we well, have our own I rivalries I, I respect kyle and, and bad bit enough <laughs> to not actually go after them with anything sean well you no know, that's we're gonna we're is. gonna fight with them tonight it's true. We're we're recording a Patreon exclusive episode with with the trophy room because we have to update Sean the Xbox Drive versus the trophy room on Fantasy Critic. That is going to be a thing that we're going to talk about today. But enough about all that. That's not what we're here to talk about today. Let's clean the garage before we get into the show proper. So, folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do that. Number one, if you're watching us, our right meow on YouTube.com/slash Carpool Gaming, or if you're watching the VOD later on. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed already, and hit that notification bell, ding, 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 to be notified whenever we go live with any of our new videos. Or if you're interested in some cool emotes, feel free to join the channel, click that join button, or you can click the link in the show notes as well to join the channel. Also, if you want uh, to support us on audio feeds as well, don't forget to hit subscribe there as well, and rank us if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We may or may not have some cool contests and giveaways coming up for Apple podcast reviews. So stay tuned for that next week. Um, also, if you want early access to this and all of our shows, as well as some exclusive shows like the console war room, like we just mentioned, or sweet hangs or the Scott Pilgrim, uh, you know, spoiler cast that Sean and I do head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash carpool gaming through a little tip in the old tip jar and outcomes content, just like our newest patron this week, Sean, who was our newest patron again? I, I forgot. As oh, Ca- Captain Logan is Captain new. Drellish was new last week. And freaking Robbie Bobby Miller back at the ultimate producer level. You guys, oh my goodness gracious. The dreams are coming true. We're going to create more content. I am fired up, Ryan Turford. I'm just ready to go, man. That's awesome. 
please be excited. I got to the edge of the diving board, Sean. And I was like, I know <laughs> like, who it is enough my head. But then I pulled it. But then I pulled it. I pulled an old man moment. Out. I, I instantly it. forgot as I was about You're to like, say. You're like, surely so. by the time I reach to the end of the sentence, it will come to me. And it's like, crap. Well, it'll come back. I had it, you know, maybe I got three you. minutes ago. Hey, man, that's why but, we make a good team. Yeah, exactly. Um, but also, if you want an Xbox Drive t-shirt or another carpool gaming t-shirt, head over to our merch store, bit.ly slash CPG merch. And last but not least, we had a little contest, Sean, for three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Um, we drew the winner this morning, or at least uh, Court Lalonde did over on Twitter. And the winner, Anti-Macro, is the winner of three months of Xbox Game Pass. I mean, I'm pr- I'm proud of that young man, Sean. He's a, he's a good 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 guy. Over this is how you know the draws are legitimate that they're absolutely random because if they were rigged in any sort of way at all, he would not have won. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I love that guy. It probably so would have been like someone like Skinny Matt or something like that, yeah, winning again. True like enough. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. No, Skinny Matt has used up his his luck. I'll say that much. That's true. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Extra Life is happening again later this year, Sean. So there's always a chance for Skinny Matt to win all the prizes again. He is. But yes. Yes. I cannot wait. For sure. Well, let's grab our eight tracks, pop them in. It is time for the playlist. And uh, Sean, your section is blank. So what did you play this week? My the same game as you, but probably a fraction of the amount of time, Ryan Turford. So I don't know if you just want to jump on into. Yeah, let's jump into it. Two, so, point, two campus. point campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go. You. You please. So first of all, Sean, when you say how uh, you've only played a smidge, how how long is a smidge to you? I like bought like, like my second minutes? plot of land. I'm getting my my virtual lab. You know, I'm 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 still very much being tutorialized in this thing. Okay, so I haven't moved past the first campus yet that you start off because first of all, the game came out yesterday and we didn't have the game earlier or anything like that. Yep. So we were just playing on launch day, just like normal everyone else. people, right? Just, just like, like everybody people. else, just on regular game, gamers. But it's on Game Pass, which is awesome. So exactly. uh, we, we, we both te- checked it out there. Um, so I'm also very early on in the game as well. I'm maybe three hours in. Yeah. Um, I'm still on my first campus as well, but I've be- I- I've taken out like a lot of the farms in the surrounding area mm-hmm. and then turned them all into, you know, different campuses um, for for my college. And I- I've reached the three star level with the f- first campus that you start with the, the tutorial campus, um, which is kind of, I think the peak of what you, what the, what the ranking for each campus is. So, um, cause what happens in this game? So first of all, if you're unfamiliar with what this game even is, it's a college building simulator where it's kind of like roller coaster tycoon or, um, Jurassic park, uh, the new one, um, where you're basically building your own, um, college, and you're managing it, you're building all the different classrooms, you're hiring all the different personnel, you're building vending machines and other things to keep the students happy. And you're just doing a lot of, you know, very chill things, because that's one thing that that's one of my biggest takeaways from playing the game for as long as I did, Sean, was this seems like a very good podcast game. It's a very chill game. You know, yes. just, you're sitting back or relaxing like it's not really like a highly pressurized game or anything like that. You have to make some snap decisions sometimes if you leave like the timer the, the the time setting all the way cranked to the top yes but for the most part you, you can have like a very chill experience just hanging out watching your students go around during their day you know making a little romance here and there Ooh. um staying in dorms together where the, but that don't apparently have walls and you just have all the beds in one room together it's a weird thing, weird setup, but I'm really enjoying my time with this game. But uh, I want to know, Sean, uh, I know that you're still in the tutorial in the early section, but early thoughts. What did you think of it? Perfect Game Pass game, you know, probably one of the front runners for Game Pass game of the year. I'm playing a little differently than you, Ryan Turford. I think I'm playing on the old 
PC. I got my keyboard and mouse. I don't know. Are you playing on on the console with the controller and everything like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm playing on uh, Series X. How are you finding that? Because I obviously I had the choice, um, but I decided that this game being sort of like that sim kind of thing, I I wanted the I want to place things like with my mouse and keyboard and everything. So I'm not sure like what your thoughts are on the controls using the using the old controller. So. At first, they were a little bit of a, a, a of uh, like there was a bit of a learning curve there yeah. with the controls. But over the course of, you know, 10 minutes with the game, I was pretty much, you know, locked in and ready yeah. to go with this game. So yeah. there was like a teensy, teensy learning curve. Um, but I think this game, as you probably like noticed through the tutorial section of the game, I think this game does a very good job of explaining everything about the game that you probably need to know. Um, there are some, you know, little things that I kind of had to experiment with and find out for myself. Um, but for the most part, Mm -hmm. I think it does a pretty good job with explaining, all right, here's everything you need to do. Here's how to, how to grow your school and Mm -hmm. what type of buildings and and things you should, you should build to, you know, keep your students happy and whatnot. Um, and I think I, I also thought on the console side, it did a pretty good job at least explaining the controls. Yeah, and I'm happy to report Ryan on the PC. It does have ultra wide support. So I've got my Ooh. I've got my beautiful monitor and everything and I've got like the entire camp. I could see everything. And I love the the like this is so ridiculous and like nitty-gritty, but like the the way that you can control a camera is everything. That's a huge reason why I wanted to play on PC. Like you can get right down in there like right in right up in people's faces. You can zoom all the way back out to see the entire campus and everything. And yeah, it's just I think, you know, aside from the more mechanical parts of the game, it's just very irreverent and very throwback to the college experience. It's very, it's got a lot of charm, I think, that is probably the first thing people should be wanting to or, or being excited to check out is there's a lot of really good humor. This isn't like hardcore uh, SimCity, although there, it does get deeper and deeper as the game does go on but like for the most part it's just got a really good sense of humor um and kind of like the they've got like announcements that go on and and it's saying yeah. like uh, just a reminder to students to find yourselves and just a reminder to staff to care about the children and to about the students so there's there's a lot of good totally harmless very um lighthearted type of humor very chill um i'm just i'm gonna be a little uh it's gonna be tricky to balance this in xenoblade i think is probably the my biggest concern but perfect yeah. game pass game i like i'm worried about you with sims how like this is the same this is the same type of thing man yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm happy to report that it hasn't knocked me off the Sims train yet, Sean. Um, but you never know. It might. Um, but I, I mean, I'm curious to find out more with, as far as the, the staying power of this game. Yeah. Like going to the other campuses. Yes. And seeing kind of the, some of the differences between them, because even though I've reached a three star, you know, campus with, you know, the starting campus, I have there are no other classes you can unlock besides the two that you start with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking I'm curious to know, like, how much you can customize the curriculum of each campus um, between each of the locations, as well as, you know, what's different about, you know, each campus, like why, you know, go and build another, right. you know, ca- work on another campus somewhere else. So I think that's going to play into how long this game sticks with me. But yeah. I mean, so far, so good. I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, but like I said, I think both of us are very early impressions here because we just started playing. Totally, totally. Boots in the chat says, can you choose the type of campus the school is? I don't I haven't. I'm really just doing what they're telling me at this point. Um, but no, I, like, does that come from the hospital game? Like you choose the type of hospital something is. I'm not sure where the the basis yeah. of the question is, Boots. 
I haven't played two point hospital, so yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you can't like totally customize the campus and be like, all right, I want this campus on this like generic, you know, desert field with, you know, th- these amount of trees and this type of wildlife and stuff like that. It, it, it's not that way. Like you're picking already pre uh, planned campuses from a menu. That's probably um, for the better. Like I'm, I'm in that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I land on that because honestly, like my first thought when I very first started in, I was like, oh, there's not really all that much to play with here. But at the same time, yeah. like I'm a simple Canadian boy, Ryan Turford. Like I actually don't want it to be overwhelming. So I think, and I think again, that's sort of the the approachability of the two point series as it's not completely hardcore. Like what was that one game that Forex game? Like Frostpunk, I think it was, where like yeah. you're like people are surviving only in heat and generally speaking people are just dying left right like some of these sim games get pretty crazy this one you can totally like a lot of people can play it's very approachable so i'll I'll see how maybe to your point like how deep it gets but i i'm not honestly i don't think i'm gonna hold that against it if it doesn't get too terribly deep because i'm not i'm not smart enough (laughs) for like this crazy i think i'm getting weeds at one of my schools that's about as much like uh, surprise as i can handle yeah yeah. And, and I mean, you can never have enough janitors, Sean. I can tell you that right now. Oh, good point. Yeah, dude, I'm putting like I'm putting plants and, and garbage bins everywhere. Poot says he wants to make uh, the Bret Hart School of Excellence team colors pink and black. Dude, that would be that would be amazing. That would be awesome. But no, you can't do that, unfortunately. But um, I will say that it, it kind of reminds me of The Sims for in a way as far as, you know, where you're selecting um, your campus to be because mm-hmm. in the sims 4 you basically have a bunch of different you know town locations like one's out in the desert one's on an island like yeah. one's like in the in the in an urban area and it, it kind of reminds me of that with this game where you know one of them is, is in like an one of the campuses in like arizona um what that's one of the ones i unlocked last night and then um the starting ones like your your standard you know uh um, yeah like eastern coast east coast uh united states campus somewhere like that yeah so um i'm curious to know like how the progression system is going to work long time long term but you're right it doesn't need to be overly complicated like one of the things i like about it is that it's not overly complicated that it is simple and that you can you know make it you can uh customize it in a bunch of different ways like i think if we compared campuses sean i think our campuses would probably look pretty different that's what i'm curious like dude i like my mind goes to a certain way with these games when i'm like building rooms and stuff like it starts you off with like a lecture hall just in the in the middle of the campus there's hallways kind of going all around i'm like that's not how my brain works i want my my rooms tucked into the corner i want them as square as possible like i so i'm really trying to i'm aware of that and so i want to break my brain a little bit because i I think that's not as interesting as as some others and this is where i give a lot of credit to like Cato and Lockleth and Argo and a lot of people who are into Animal Crossing and stuff who just like see this like blank slate and go, I'm going to craft this into something amazing. And I'm just like, I want square rooms and there better be like a toilet over here. Like it's it's too simple. Yeah. I'm just a, like I said, I'm a simple Canadian boy uh, yeah. and often not wearing pants. You're right, Kev. Today, today the pants are on. I, I mean, just, the most night pants, the most creative thing I've so far, Sean, is I built an arcade on oh, one of my sweet. campuses because I, I found out you can unlock a bunch of arcade machines, including a bunch of Sega arcade machines, like a crazy taxi. I love machine. it. Yes, it is a Sega game. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I totally had some fun with that. My students have been enjoying their arcade along with, you know, the other recreational activities I've got on campus. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Two point yeah. campus. I think it's safe to say we're both enjoying it. I'm sure we'll talk about it probably 
in the weeks to come as well, because I, I think we're, we'll still be playing it probably for next week's show. More to too. come. I mean, we can definitely do a bit of a preview on like what's coming uh, as far as this. Like, I feel like Cult of the Lamb is tomorrow. Um, yeah. And is that just PC? Is it is that everything? Is it coming to Xbox? I know Steam. I've got a demo of it for, for Steam. But I'm not I'm even like sure. As I'm 90 sure. I think Cult it's everything. Of the Lamb is on everything. I think so too. Xbox. I think so. I'm too. just double checking real quick. And yes, it is on everything. So Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and PlayStation Five. Yeah, this is another kind of busy week. So I'll be, I'll definitely be checking that out. I think that's kind of it. I mean, it's Spider-Man on PC. You know, if you've got a, if you've got an Xbox, and we, we all heard why get an Xbox when I can just have a gaming PC. So everybody's got one. Uh, Marvel okay. Spider-Man. Speaking of which, shout out to our friends, Court Lalonde and everybody at, uh, the PlayStation Drive. Our review or Court's review of the, pl- of, uh, Spider-Man on PC right here, youtube.com slash carpool gaming, edit by Mr. Ryan Turford, the man on the moose, the producer on the moose, the produ- the producer mooser. The pro- there's gonna, there's something there. There's something there. Why, the the mooser producer. <laughs> yep it's there well, i don't even know why i even bother coming on this show anymore sean <laughs> i don't know why you put up with it's me fun. is really the question brian yeah uh, it's all good well yeah definitely go check out our spider-man pc review because yes. Court had a lot of great things to say about it so definitely mm-hmm. check that out over there um as for me sean i played more than just two by campus as i mentioned i'm playing more of the sims 4 you know the updates this week you know my my vampire has been living for 200 <laughs> years now <laughs> at this point um and they have seen all of their friends kind of die off i had i told you before i had like 32 children and they've all <laughs> you know grown up and some of them have passed away due to old oh, age no. at this point. oh that's so um, sad and my my vampire my vampire is starting to get a little depressed because they're they're like this life is never going to end and you know all these people i know are just you know passing away but I'm finding fulfillment by, you know, uh, I've changed careers. I, I told you before I became <laughs> a famous singer, but I decided to go down the the movie path, Sean, and I decided to become like a famous movie star. Instead. Very nice. So, you know, we, we got some some movies starring, you know, my vampire, you know, playing a vampire in a movie. So, oh, my God. We go. have got but, to figure out a way to get you streaming, man. Oh, my. This I, has got to happen. People I even thought about this. the idea of doing like a, a an MTV crib style parody yes. episode where I, I like show off my Sims house, Sean. Gets that would it's fun. so funny you say that because just totally randomly as an aside, I was scrolling through like the, the, the YouTube algorithm is is doing some weird stuff with me. I saw an old episode of Punked the other day like or like clips from punk like ashton kutcher punked mila kunis and like they they had like this fake russian family lose a dog down a sewer and she was the only one who could translate and fool it was this whole thing um so speaking of good old the good old mtv days i was watching some some punk clips ryan turford I haven't even thought of that show in years. Punks, John, yeah, so. man. Mm-hmm. Way to bring Got it him. up. <laughs> Good job. Uh, well, the other game I want to talk about, and this one I'm like even earlier into than Two Point Campus because the demo literally came out at three in the morning last night. So <laughs> Ryan wakes uh, up I, I, like the vampire. I, I'm no, alive. You know, I, well, no, I, I just spent the t- last two hours of my night playing it because I played it from 3 a.m. until 5 a.m. Nice. Well, but, uh, okay. The Diofold Chronicles demo is out now. What are these and similar, words? 
so the Diofield Chronicle is a role playing game that we talked about um, during the I think the last big Nintendo Direct, which is, or sorry, the last big state of play. That's where it was unveiled at. And we thought originally it was going to be a PlayStation exclusive. Then we found out later that it was coming to Xbox. And now we've got a Series X demo, uh, which is like the other Square Enix demos where it's all of chapter one, which I'm learning very quickly, Sean, is very, very, very long. And uh, all your save get podcast uh, carries over to the full game with this demo. Um, but the DFL Chronicles is a turn based RPG mixed with a real time strategy game, if you can believe it. So um, the console controls feel like kind of like the Halo Wars 2 controls are where you you select your individual units or you can you have buttons to select all your units at once or you can yeah. have like a click and drag a box. I'm sure it's probably way easier to control on PC. So and I think there's a PC demo out for it as well, if you want to go try it there. Um, but what's interesting about this is that your enemies actually don't start attacking you until you get within a certain radius around the enemy. And depending on the enemy type, um, the, the the circle gets bigger or smaller. Um, and then that's when the battle becomes engaged. Yeah. Um, and then you, you can uh, use a bunch of different strategies to your advantage, such as, you know, back attacks to do extra damage against enemies. So um, positioning like a, a character in front to kind of uh, focus the enemy's attention and then having enemies, your, your other characters attack from the back yep. will help you kill enemies faster. Your characters also have a bunch of different abilities at your disposal. You've also got like classic Final Fantasy summons, like you can summon Bahamut in nice. the very first level. Mm-hmm. And it like it, it has this whole cutscene that plays and it looks awesome. Um, I really like the demo for this game. This was a game I was like on the fence about as an RPG fan, because, you know, when you talk about the idea of, you know, mixing real time strategy and RPGs together, it's always hit or miss. Like sometimes you got, you know, great results like like Warcraft three, for example, I think is a great you know, our game RTS that, you know, brings in RPG elements. Um, but, you know, we've also seen some more examples of it. And this one I, I, I thought was going to be not so great, but I played the demo and I actually have really enjoyed it so far. I like the, the story as well, what they're going with. It is more of like a traditional fantasy style story with some political stuff, you know, very reminiscent of something like Triangle Strategy Story. So if you're into that type of, uh, you know, medieval fantasy story with, you know, political intrigue stuff. Are they fighting over salt, like Brian, it? in this game? Is that Because no. they're fighting over salt, as far as I can tell, in Triangle Strategy. And I just don't understand. Like, it's like the same salt. Like, what's the deal with the salt in Triangle Strategy? Yeah, there's no salt in this one. Yeah, good. Just, okay, you know, I can get behind that. that. Yeah, you, you basically sugar. join a group of mer- mercenaries that are are trying to protect the, this the, this princess, and that's kind of the 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 classic what's going on so far. I could explain a lot more, but I don't want to spend the next five or ten minutes explaining the story of this. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but plus, it's a demo, so I, I mean, everyone should go check it out if you're interested. I mean, it's on. Uh, Xbox and PlayStation and Switch as well. So if you're wa- watching or listening to this and you don't even have an Xbox, you can go play it there as well. But uh, so far, so good with this game. And I'm excited to finish this demo. And I don't know how long it is. I think I've heard reports because I think there was a preview event for, you know, uh, press to, to check out this demo, Sean. I was hearing reports that this is like five or six hours long. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the game I'm, is I'm forever. A- yeah. I mean, it's a hard pass for me, but I'm glad I'm happy for you, Ryan. Of course. I know. I also saw, you know, Garrett Bland, I think he's going to be checking it out as well. And I saw Kevin in the chat also mentioning it as well. So, yeah, I think we're going to have some people in the community that are going to talk about this one. And of course, more RPGs to take away from from Xenoblade. No way. Yeah. Xenoblade is it. It's got my heart, man. It's very good. It's just like, I mean, I have them sitting right here on my desk, John, uh, because they came the other day. I got Torna and then 
Xenoblade Three, and I haven't I haven't even popped Xenoblade Three into my Switch yet. Hey, I I did I did your trick. Yet. I started to redeem the the gold coins from the cartridges. I, I went through everything I got, Ryan. It's all done. So thank you. Nice. I've got three dollars worth of coins. <laughs> I think. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of Nintendo Switch, before we move on to breaking news, you know, I, the Maximus Cup was this morning, Sean. It sure was. For, for Metroid Dread, and I totally got that skin. I got and every I one of them, dude. Sp- I'm all caught up on everything I got. Whether I had it or not, I played Tetris every single day. I'm back into, you know what they did, man? They got me back into getting my badges on a daily basis. That dang game is so good holy crap it's it's really good i wish i wish tetris 99 came to other consoles sean but enough about all that let's slam the brakes on this conversation sean it is time for some breaking news and uh i was going into this me expecting not to have any news stories to talk about except maybe the one or two news stories from evo which i actually even cut from this list because they're not even super interesting at least for us <laughs> in particular um but we got Xbox's Gamescom plan this morning. So Xbox is going to be at Gamescom in full force. So there's apparently going to be a big booth there with a bunch of games to try. So if you somehow can make it to Germany, you can go play all those games. I saw a couple people in our Discord, Sean, were saying they're going. So oh, cool. Yeah, Delroy, have- maybe Drellish as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might say we might have some boots on the ground with this one. But what they also announced is a six hour live stream happening on August 25th. At from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, just for you, Sean. I didn't say standard time this time. Um, it's for everyone. Not, it's the daylight time is not my thing. That's just the way that it is. But you're the only one who would correct me about it besides maybe Jace. So. Okay, turning the corner. I want to go back to people maybe if you are in, if you're at Gamescom, maybe I should reach out to the people who I think are going to be there anyways. But if you're at Gamescom and you're in our community, like hit us up. I think it would be amazing to have like community members like going there like, taking pictures, take, like do, doing little selfie videos. Like I think that'd be cool to have on the channel. I think that would be awesome. So you guys let us know when we can, we can figure something out. That'd be great to have some gamescom stuff here. YouTube.com slash carpool gaming. Especially if you're visiting, if you go to the Xbox booth at all, like yeah, that's man. gold. Sean. We do yeah, that for the totally. Channel. But anyways, going back to what I was talking about. So there's going to be a six hour live stream on August 25th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. That will feature no new game announcements, but it will have updates on all a bunch of previously announced games, including Pentiment, High on Life, Sea of Thieves, and a whole bunch more. I'm imagining, for example, this is where we get the, the release date for Pentiment. Yes. Because um, we know it's supposed to come out same, sometime later this year, um, as well as, you know, a bunch of updates on other stuff. So I'm I'm pretty excited to check out this live stream, even though six hours is a long live stream. I'm imagining this is probably closer to, you know, an inside Xbox or um, one of those, you know, Twitch live streams that they did before, where it's just going to be a bunch of interviews with developers. And then, you know, uh, uh, like announcements or trailers kind of in between each interview. Um, but what do you think, Sean? Are you going to be checking out this live stream? And are, are you excited for it? What do you think? Why, Ryan? Why? Why don't they hear us? Nobody wants a six hour live stream. Like at first I'm excited because, yeah, that sounds great. There's tons of content to go over. Very cool. We can check it out. But like you got to pair it up with something that's a little tighter. You got to like you got to have like the thing that tells us all the things like what they're going to what even should like should I just watch? Watch six hours. Should I know what? Like maybe this is details that we haven't gone over here. Should I tune in at a certain time for this, that, or the other? But like, Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch a meandering six hour kind of thing. That's. I was saying earlier um, when we streamed the Splatoon thing earlier today that I would love for even this channel to just be like 24 seven. We'll just like run live versions of a bunch of our content, and that'll be. We'll be the first 24 hour. 
uh, 24-7 video game network. Kind of like when CNN became the first 24-hour news network. We're going to do that for video games. But nonetheless, it's a terrible idea because so is this, the six-hour straight stream of video game nonsense. Oh, my gosh. But I'm excited to hear more about Pentiment and also kind of would love... um, I would love for Xbox to do some of these Nintendo Direct style things that we just saw for Splatoon. Like, I would love to see what's coming up for Grounded. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people have like mixed feelings about it. I played it. I really enjoyed it. That game. I is, forgot to mention it. They did. They did mention that'll be here on this. I have no well. doubt. I have no doubt. And like, that's kind of that's one of the first things to come to mind for me is what's going on with that. How does it play? Like, let's let's actually lean into Grounded. It's like one of three games that are coming up from a first party standpoint this year. Like let's start to go nuts, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at with this, I think. Yeah. And likewise, I'm not going to be checking out this whole live stream either one, because it happens at eight in the morning and there's no way I'm getting up that early for that. (laughs) Um, But I will be checking out at least some of it, probably the last, you know, three hours um, as I do, you know, other things. Um, But I'm excited to learn more about some of these games and learn when we're going to play Pentiment later this year. And also just learn more about that game in general. Like, I think that's, you know, a really interesting looking game. And I, I just want to know more about it as well, but mm-hmm. not too much. I don't want to know everything. About it, <laughs> not too much. I want to know enough to be excited about it. So well, it's cool. Uh, They're game well, pass games. Like that's the thing that we always forget. These are first party stuff. They're coming to game pass. Like, I don't know. It feels like game pass is in a weird place, but that maybe is yeah. a different conversation. And then uh, also I would be remiss if I didn't mention this here as well. And also shout out to Kevin in the chat who mentions this as well. Uh, Keely stream is on the 23rd. So a little bit earlier that week. And we're already starting to get announcements for games that are going to be there as well. Like Sonic Frontiers, which I imagine that's where we get the release date for that too. um, As well as some other big higher profile games are going to be there as well. So maybe that's the the stream to watch out for. This Xbox one is more of an ancillary one to watch. But uh, either way, Gamescom's coming up pretty soon, Sean. So hopefully we get to see some cool get stuff hyped. in a few weeks. And yeah, if you're going to be there, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. Uh, next up, Microsoft is currently testing a family plan for Xbox Game Pass in Ireland and Colombia that's set to roll out sometime in the future. This plan allows up to five people to enjoy the all the perks of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for one monthly price. Now, Sean, you know, we have the family plan over on Nintendo Switch seems very, very, very popular with people. Uh, how excited are you for this? As, as a per, as the the person on this panel who has a family, I have a family of, of people to take advantage of this, Sean. Uh, how uh, what do you think about this news? My family might be a little young for this. It's very weird. Like I actually, you're right. I have there's a family of four living in this house, and uh, I actually don't think that any of them will take up any of those spots on the family plan. But I do see myself getting the family plan because just like the Nintendo one, um, I, I think we'll probably find like everybody else a way to exploit this yep. like crazy. Like this is why it's not a thing already. Okay. Like people have been asking for this. And of course there's the very real use of this where you'll share it with your family. Uh, you share it with your, like your, your wife or your kids or something like that. But at the same time, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure you're on my Nintendo family. I think I've got a couple of members of the community on my Nintendo family plan. You were at least on there for a little no, bit. No, I'm on. I'm on my individual plan, paying my Why? Paying myself because that's just how I had I you on my plan. I'm sure I've added. Anyways, I'm not, I'm not now. That's what's going to happen with this. Like, let's be honest. That you know, and, yeah. And maybe they don't care. Maybe they've run the numbers at some point where they like. There's a balance of people exploiting it. There's a, but there's the genuine family stuff that happens, but more game pass for more people and ultimately like a higher price. Anyways, it's really, that's what it's all about is whether it's 
one person or three or four, it's what, $25 US a month, I think is what we're seeing things translate yeah, over. It's not the price isn't final, which is why I didn't want to mention the the price yet, but well, uh, they're we'll, testing we'll have it in, that probably soon. They're testing it in, in Europe, which I think that's where I'm getting my number from. It was like 21 yeah. pounds or something. Or, if you do the conversion, it's about that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, $35 Canadian probably of course before taxes sean before ontario taxes bring it up to you know 40 to 45 bucks so that's the difference really between this and and the nintendo one like the nintendo one actually it makes a lot of sense especially with the way they do dlc and this is so stupid why do i do that i'm like oh the way they do dlc what a great value i'm like day one day and date full video games from first party is game is the game pass deal like i shouldn't give the nintendo one any more credit than it really deserves but yeah i could see this i could see this being shared with members of the community you know maybe for extra life prizes and whatnot yeah i think i think that first of all i actually think this is a good move for a lot of the families that are out there that will actually use this legitimately sean um for example lee navarro in the chat says his family is going to be all about that um and i imagine that the split's probably closer to like 60 40 in favor of families using it or 50 50 um and from that perspective i actually think it's probably a good move from microsoft and it might actually make them more money in the long run because a family might buy into this where they might have all only right. bought you know you know two subscriptions before instead this is you know them buying three instead and spending a little bit more money so it's just a barrier um, they've needed to to break down this is something that again going back to the original just core idea of it people have been asking for this for a long long time so it it seems like on brand for xbox just to make it easier for people to jump in so yeah and and the and the key thing is they just needed to nail the price. And I'm very curious yeah. to know, maybe leave a comment below, like what you guys think, like uh, if it were $25 a month for a family plan of, did it say how many people can sign up? Is it four? Five, or five people. Okay. So yeah, I like, I feel like price is everything. Five people seems very reasonable. That seems like almost too many, but that's, that's great. Um, of course there's four in the chat oh five now he says five okay he's got it yeah i, I looked up the win- <laughs> i i i, I, I read me. the window you got me court <laughs> yeah i i had pulled the information from the window central article. Uh, that was a good one that was a good one so yeah all right <laughs> yeah five but. five uh people for 25 dollars a month is is very reasonable for sure especially if it's 15 for one yeah that makes sense yeah exactly well Next up, we got two different delayed stories that I'm kind of linking together, even though they're from different companies. And then we actually have a question about this as well. So we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, So first up, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed from its October release date into sometime in fiscal year 2023, meaning it'll come out sometime before March 31st. 2023 um but in the tweet it basically just kind of confirms yeah it's not actually coming out this year so expect it closer to the march date rather than sooner yep so needed more you know what they saw they saw cards were coming to splatoon they're like we can't we can't also do a card game we gotta we gotta back off yeah you can't two have two high profile card games coming out in the neon white as well maybe that was maybe that was a bit yeah Mm -hmm. it's almost like we did an entire episode of the rpg cave this week sean dedicated to card based games okay the (laughs) whole what what was the the title or the description of the video was like which one is cooler the card games or which one was it what was it oh dungeon crawling rpg which one's cooler yeah yeah it's card okay okay all right yeah we'll let the audience decide on that one yeah one of them is cool uh, yeah, but uh, either way, you know, Marvel's Midnight Suns coming out a little bit later. But then before we get to that, I want to bring in this other story 
From way forward, they have announced that River City Girls 2 has been delayed out of its quote unquote late summer release window and is still on track to release sometime this year with a new release date coming quote unquote soon. We also got the new box art for the game, which looks awesome. Um, and WayForward's the type of studio where they basically announced the release date two weeks before the game comes out. I so hope so, Ryan Turford. I would imagine that this game still comes out in like September, September or October, because when they said late summer, they meant like at the end of August. But um, at this point, you know, it got delayed out of there. But I, it doesn't sound like the delay is too crazy, especially because we've been seeing, you know, dev diaries pretty much weekly from River City, from WayForward about River City Girls 2. Um, and it looks like the development's proceeding, you know, smoothly. You know, a lot of the game seems like it's built. So it's just a matter of, I think they just need a, you know, a couple months for polish. But there was, way, before I jump onto that, there was a cool, people should check out the Cult of the Lamb Twitter. They had a great um, before and after kind of glow up of the development of that game. They're like, can't believe we started here and now it looks like this. Like, so, so cool to see how games kind of come to take shape. That, that glow up is incredible. People should definitely check that out. This game, Ryan Turford, I feel like one of the biggest reasons we're even covering it on this show is because it is one of our big important swing picks for our fantasy critic with the xbox drive versus the trophy room where it's on our list but it was counterpicked by joe and Badbit or Badbit and kyle over there so it's got to come out this year it's got to it's got to score well because man i feel so silly that i have let two point campus and um there was what's the other one that just I guess Cult of the Lamb, Lamb actually is the other one. That's why I was on top of mine. They got both of those games and they're like, it was such a no brainer. Those games were going to score great. And I, I brain fart, man. I feel like I've been on top of it the entire time. I let those ones slip and I feel a little bit silly. So now I'm actually very curious about Gamescom, about any of these new updates. I feel like this is almost like our last chance to make any moves for the remainder of the year. They even got like Pokemon, which, golly, like, I don't know what has happened, man, but I'm a little bit frustrated. Yeah. Of course I am. Damn it. Well, I, I actually wanted to include River City Girls here, too, because it's a game I'm genuinely very excited of course. about. So um, that but at the same time, it's also to be point out like, hey, the, they're saying it's delayed, but I would imagine this delay is very long. So it, I, I would still expect it this year. But the question we got comes to us from the Muffin Mon, a.k.a. Kevin Ainsworth, who asks, with Midnight Suns being the most recent casualty of the great delay of 2022, <laughs> what game do you think is the most likely candidate to slip into 2023? Ooh, I have a good one. So, Sean, to give you some time to I think. I got one. I thought about this a little, about the, a little bit. Uh, number one, the Callisto Protocol, I think, Took is a my game answer. Why didn't you let me slip. Go? Well, I, I didn't know if you had it. <laughs> I told yet, you, Sean, I just said it twice. That's OK. That is oh, my okay. answer. That's so, definitely my answer. That is absolutely being slipped. They're trying to get it in ahead of Dead Space and it ain't happening. Take that bad. Well, it's, it's also coming out on December 9th. So if it it gets delayed by, you know, 21 days, mm -hmm. it's probably coming out in, you know, 2023 yep. at this point. So um, that's like um, a likely one. Maybe Sonic Frontiers gets delayed out imagine? of 2022 because they've been saying it forever mm -hmm. but and i would imagine it sounds like we're going to get a release date at you know jeff Keeley's gamescom thing yep for that game um so it's possible it gets delayed um but otherwise you know i think hogwarts legacy is probably the only other one that i think there's like a strong chance it could get delayed um because that's they keeps wb keeps saying that game's coming out this year and we have literally learned nothing else about that game let alone any kind of release date for it. So can I give you my spiciest, hottest dang take of the year? Sure. Go ahead, Sean. God of War Ragnarok, February, 2023. Not a chance. Sean. 
<laughs> probably not probably not but let's be honest and it's not even just um it's not like remember remember when they announced last of us and then like a week later they're like uh eh, delayed i think it was the, yeah. i think it was part two on that one like it's it's happened before maybe they misplaced wait is that game gone gold yet God of War. Last of Us? No, the last, oh, uh, God, God of War hasn't. No, yeah, so no they, but it comes out in November. Anything could happen, go right? Until, it's not going to go gold until like. Look, September, I said it was. I said it was. Uh, I said it was a spicy take, and it was also after the Callisto Protocol, which I don't know. I have this weird. I have this weird feeling. Um, Gotham yeah. Knights is also a little bit dicey, but it's also yeah. one that I think they just got to get out and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because we have that that Suicide game coming. Suicide Squad game coming up next. <laughs> thank year, goodness. Long, so. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted that first game ryan i'm sorry but <laughs> anyways we got to keep moving john or else the show is never getting in so let's let some of our friends into the car with us it's time for the carpool and first of all <laughs> shout out to everyone who submitted questions this week because we got a ton of them dude i just realized how creepy sometimes this might be like come on get into our cool like we got a i got a van with painted windows and candy and kittens come on in everybody <laughs> we're not you know inviting people in for ice cream okay sean so at least, you know, we're, it's not that creepy <laughs> but we're gonna start with steve vegvari the tech with the specs himself who asks I presented this to the gents on the PlayStation Drive, and now it's time to hear from Sean Capri and Ryan Turford. Best Alpha Getty letter to mm. eat. I'm going to say X. X is the best Alpha Getty. Why? Sean, what do you think? Why Cause, X? Because it's cheap like, because number one, you know, Xbox, but number two, it's cheap like an X. Yeah. No, this one's easy. This is, O is the best one, Ryan. Oh, you can, you can like, you can kind of stick your tongue through it you could loop it on like if you're like a kid especially you like lost some teeth you could like kind of hoop it on to one of your teeth that's just kind of like sitting there like like a like a ring toss kind of thing oh is the funnest one it's by far the best one it spells ooh like a ghost um i guess without the b and there you go it's definitely it's definitely oh of course it just b has the most che- pasta but maybe it just reminds me of uh you know always just reminded me of cheerios john and i don't need a pasta version of cheerios why not what do you got against cheerios oh i like cheerios a lot good for your heart cereal as a cereal it does not need to be a pasta (laughs) but moving on we got gamer graham on twitter at gtm618 who asked the question should microsoft buy the rights to anthem and revive anthem 2.0 asking for just about everybody Sean, you know, should, well, should I, Xbox buy Anthem? I, yes, actually, you know what? I my my gut was saying, what are we even talking about? But like, you gotta let's be honest. Like that game felt really great to play, to fly around and everything. And like, give it to like all they got to do is take everybody who works at Rare, clone them, and then or teach everybody else how to do a games as a service game because they've got it figured out. Anthem needed that sort of model, and yeah, that would be great. Anthem, like, Anthem had so much promise. Oh, my gosh, dude. Like, it's so... That that game needed another probably year or two, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. If if the, the fine folks at Bioware couldn't nail it with this one, I don't know Where how... Where does well this come the, from? The Why are we talking about Anthem? <laughs> oh, because uh, Gamergram was playing Anthem this week. Um, you can still I, play I Anthem? Just stuff on yeah, of course you can. Oh, wow. Um, I saw him posting a bunch of Twitter... Uh, pictures on Twitter of Anthem. So much promise, man. Holy cow. There you go. Next up, we got Nathan at Voiced by Nathan, who asks Elden Ring News had to be thinking while watching my son uh, play Paw Patrol, what children's IP should be turned into a Souls like <laughs> game? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Like, I can't think of a good one that would probably work. Like, 
because because like most of the and and maybe this is just me just being out of touch with children's TV shows because I don't know any of the new ones, so I can only really relate to you know children's TV shows that I watched as a kid. And you know, I don't think GI Joe or T- Ninja Turtles or like Mask or any of the things that I watched as a kid would make like a good Soul Side game. I guess maybe GI Joe, but I don't know. Nice, yeah, you can go old school. This. I like, I like, yeah, you, I, mean, I think you could go old school on that one, Ryan. It doesn't have to be like what the what the kids yeah. are watching right now. Oh, actually, I thought of a good one, He Man. He Man, nice. Soulsborne game, yes, would be pretty cool. Yes, um, Sean, what do you think? I have two answers, and they're oddly, I'm, I didn't realize this until I was just about to say them. They're kind of similar. Um, the first one, I don't know if you'll recognize Ryan, but to shout out to all the parents out there, Coco Melon is a is a recent just absolute just takeover in in kids tv and programming uh but very creepy this whole thing is very it's, it's a terrible set of animations and the it's got a whole world there's a lot of lore in there and so coco melon as a dark souls i think would be amazing and the second one that i thought of that is oddly related is rugrats i think rugrats from nickelodeon from back in the day would make just a killer i feel like those kids were getting themselves into like death defying situations all the time so that, those are my, like, let's just put the babies in harm's way, basically, right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, shout out to Boots in the chat who also said Rugrats, Sean. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, I didn't even see that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, Is Smurfs. the final boss going to be Reptara then? Oh, Is that what's gosh. going on? Yes, that's amazing. You know, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about um, Tomb Raider and the, like, kind of the origins of Tomb Raider. This is not related to kids stuff or anything, but they they did talk about it in a way that, like, they could redo if they they could do another set of Tomb Raider games more like uh like a Dark Souls kind of thing with some environmental um puzzles and things like that and some like you're like imagine fighting like a T Rex as a Dark Souls kind of boss like a like a Tomb instead Raider instead of game. just a normal boss in in the original Tomb Raider exactly exactly yeah I think that'd be cool make everything yeah. Dark Souls we should have a Dark Souls mode you just flip the switch no, yeah we don't need everything Dark Souls. everything needs to be Dark Souls yeah MLB the Next show up, Dark Souls. Todd Oxtra at Toxtra asks, which Xbox character do you pick to run Xbox once Phil retires? Um, I'm going to say the Battletoads should run Xbox when <laughs> Phil retires. I, I think they're they have good business sensibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they started their own business in the Battletoads reboot. And, you know, I, th- I think they I think they do a good job. But what do you think? Sean? I'm going cold train on this one, man. Let's get everybody all hyped up. Woo! Ooh, yeah the trains off the mm-hmm. rails yes yeah what That's a nonsensical a question like who, who's the most business savvy like character i don't know is there is one clippy clippy will be the next one to take over xbox yeah actually maybe conquer i think conquer would be a good one too just this yeah. drunk was he a squirrel yeah. why not well yeah he's a squirrel yeah of course he is sure next up TPR, a.k.a. Trevor. Yes, he's told me we can all call him Trevor, by the way. Uh, TPR asks, Taylor, who would win in a fight? Master Chief with a gravity hammer or the Incredible Hulk? <laughs> yeah, Kevin, Kevin, I got you. Wait, what was the question? I'm so thrown. thrown <laughs> like, you made a mention to like, let's be sure to call him this. And it's like the wrong name. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry, Taylor. My, what uh, was my the question? So who would win the fight? Master Chief with a gravity hammer or the Incredible Hulk? Oh, sadly, it's the Incredible Hulk. It's it's like that's the reason he was made as a character. It just he doesn't he doesn't take any crap. I think I think he just I think the gravity hammer just bounces off of him, makes him bigger, makes him jump higher, swing a tank around. I actually think that Master Chief with his armor is probably as as strong as the Incredible Hulk is just on his own so i actually say bastard absolutely you, you look how look how quick he just died like he just dies in just a normal like battle look how look how quickly he got taken out at the beginning of infinite spoilers there's no way 
That dude, that, I, that, 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 that brute or whatever who took him out at the beginning of Infinite is like a quarter of the Hulk. You say this, but I just watched the Avengers Infinity War last night, Sean, because I'm rewatching all the MCU movies and, you know, watching Thanos just take Hulk to town and just That's Thanos into the ground. Yeah, but I think Thanos, you know, is probably equivalent to Master Chief in strength. Comments below. We'll, we'll see <laughs> what the we people think know. about this. Next up, Court Lalonde asks the question, what is a huge game on Xbox Game Pass that everyone has talked about? That you Ooh. just couldn't get into. I mean, the one that I talked about, you know, last year is Forza Horizon 5 because um, I, I, you know, I mentioned this a long time ago. I, I don't hate racing games, but I really just never can get into open world racing games. Mm-hmm. I like linear racing games like Gran Turismo or like the older Burnout games or the older Need for Speed games. Like that's much more my jam than, you know, open world racing games. So that's just one of the reasons why Forza Horizon just didn't really do anything. Yeah. But Sean, what about you? Oddly, this is probably not what anybody really thinks of when uh, maybe this question comes up, but everybody seemed to be playing Power Wash Simulator. And it's not even that I tried and couldn't get into it. I just can't. I can't even I can't even allow myself to try it out because everybody like I'm a dad. That's exactly yeah. the type of video game I want to have. Um, but I, but I avoided it at all costs. Basically like World of Warcraft when that was very popular and all the stories were like people getting divorced and like flunking out of school and everything. Like it's terrifying. That game looked that too was addicting. I was one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Thousand, thousand years of, uh, of World of Warcraft time in there. I think that's probably one of the more recent ones. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you know me, I play, I play everything at least a little bit, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's probably the uh, one for also, me. Also, I kind of want to change my answer to Goat Simulator because that's a game that's also very popular mm. that I just can't stand. Just any of the simulator games. Yeah, just any of them. Well, next up, Blaze Knight on the Discordia asks, if you got an Xbox first party studio to make a carpool gaming game, which studio would you want to make it and oh, what type of God. game would it be? So I would want the carpool gaming game to be a turn-based strategy RPG, okay. you know, featuring the folks at carpool gaming with a bunch of special attacks, you know, just taking down, you know, weird like fantasy type of enemies. And I would like, um, I would like, you know, uh, playground games to make that game. That's what I think. John, what do you think? I would like to make a uh, an As Dusk Falls style butterfly effect narrative oh driven game where you can decide who lives and dies in the carpool gaming host and community kind of deal. So there's all these branching paths and decisions that you have to make. And in the end, Ryan Turford is the killer, obviously. And of course, <laughs> we knew it all along. Um, who made As Dust Falls? I'm trying to look this up as we go along here. I think it's Interior Night. Yeah, so give it to them. They can totally make it. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And then <laughs> last question of the week comes to us from Nagachaka, who asked the question, what is your favorite non-Xbox game of 2022 so far? And why is it Xenoblade yes! Chronicles 3? Also, you know, apparently he's asked this question on literally every podcast mm-hmm. of the week so far. So court expect a question like this on the PlayStation drive from Nagachaka this yep. week. Please be excited. The answer is not Xenoblade Chronicles 3. What? Sean. It's not. It's live alive for me. Oh, I wow. I it on the RPG game. It's that that's my favorite because he said Spyfrost is non Xbox game of the year. Okay. So 
Live Alive for me on Switch. I loved it. I finished it. I thought it's a great game. Um, and it's definitely my front. It's one of my front runners for personal game of the year so far up there with with the quarry and as just falls. I think are kind of my yeah. personal front runners at this point. Um, but Sean, what about it you? Might Xenoblade? Xenoblade? It might be Xenoblade. It might be Xenoblade. It's really yeah. good, man. Yeah. It might, or Tetris 99. That's every year. Every year. I'm glad be Tetris you brought 99. that up because I was actually about to suggest that yeah. maybe it's actually Tetris. 99 every year's best Sean. game is Tetris 99, man. Game of the generation. Last generation was Bloodborne. <laughs> this generation is Tetris 99. Yeah. Although, you know, never know. Splatoon might actually take that crown from you in September, Sean. Who knows? Lots lots to see, man. Lots to play still. Yeah. Well, anyways, Sean, we got to get going. Before we go, Sean plugs. You can find me on Twitter. I at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Sometimes you could find me getting a coffee over at McDonald's. McDonald's Canada, come on. Like, can you guys just sponsor us for real? Um, and if you want to buy the merch that Ryan Turford is wearing, and it looks really good. Uh, links are in the show notes, bit.ly slash CPG merch and support us here on YouTube, youtube.com slash carpool gaming. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Join as a member. There's awesome perks, especially at that sh- riding shotgun tier. You get discount codes and also discount codes available for some of our Patreon members at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. That's it for me, Ryan Turford. It's good to see you as That's always. So many plugs. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can follow me if you want. You don't have to. That's all good. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming if you want to go talk to Court Lalonde. Uh, I, we, we actually, again, we'll probably have some cool contests coming up. So you're going to want to make sure you're following us on Twitter. Um, as John mentioned, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming, on Patreon, patreon.com slash Carpool Gaming, and on podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 252 of the Xbox Drive. It's a palindrome episode. Oh. And we're out. Son of a gun, I was just trying to think of the next episode that we had to like do some sort of consideration for. We had 250, which was obviously a big celebration, but we had episode 64 on the Nintendo Drive. We missed the 64 thing. There was something else I was trying to think about that had some sort of like revelation and tie-in with something. I don't remember. I'll try to figure out later. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye, 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 bye. The Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so thankful to the nearly 90 patrons who support us each and every month especially our ultimate producers, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels at youtube.com slash quest for pixels. Dallas Ford, the co-host of The Blame Game. You can support Dallas on YouTube and get these guys to 100 subs. Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown with his new album In My Element on Spotify and Apple Music, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Skinny Matt, who hosts Carpool Gaming Community Game Nights. Please follow him at twitch.tv slash K. All the notes for these ultimate producers are in the show notes. Click on every single one and support them because they support us at this ridiculous level. Platinum producers, Brendan Myers, Marcus McCracken, Becky Rubin Navarro, and RJ Kern. And all of our gold members, Anna, Argo, Cecily Carroza, Dallas Robbins, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, The Snack Network, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. If you'd like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and choose the tier that's right for you.